Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland 4 text line. Heartland 4, not your small town dealership with a huge new state-of-the-art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland 4. And you can call us at a River Creek Resort Casino Hotline 7 We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and Brendan Escott at Brendan Escott. Just wrapped up Stoffer, inspector for horse racing in Alberta. The new Century Mile Racetrack opens uh, with the casino on April the 1st. All right. We are pleased to be joined on the line right now by a guy who's gone 18 and 1 in his last 19 games as head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. We welcome back to the show Jay Woodcroft. Hi, Jay. How are you? I'm doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Yes, thank you for taking time to join us. Uh, I uh, saw a bit of your one nothing loss on Friday night, and uh, as and I know we've discussed it a lot, and uh, so I'm going to get the shameless plug in there right now. As you know, I, I love Edmonton teams, uh, the Oilers, the Eskimos, uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings, and the U of A Golden Bears. And in 13 years that I did the Golden Bears, they won six national titles, and I'd argue that three of the years uh, that they didn't win, those were their three best teams. And I must have seen the Bears lose at least two of those three seasons the way you guys lost on Friday night where you were the better hockey team and Andrew Hammond had a good game and you gave one up and you just couldn't. That happens sometimes in hockey. So, I mean, Jay, come on, 17 in a row and you lose one nothing. What's going on with you? I'm just kidding, but that does happen in the game, doesn't it? Yeah, and you know what, that's... That that stuff happens, and that's what we've been uh, we've been preaching to our team all year is the fact that we wanted to do it right and do it right on a daily basis. We work on our game, uh, we give everything that we have. The players lay it on the table. There's a process to the way we play. There's a identity that we play towards, and most nights you're going to win more than you're going to lose. And and in that game. Uh, against Iowa, who's a really good team, and we've had some good battles against them this year. Um, it was their night. Their goaltender was hot. Um, we gave up 16 goals against, or excuse me, 16 shots against, which was a, a great, um, great beat against a good team. And they, you know, and and we had trouble scoring on our opportunities. What I really liked about it was that nobody had their heads down. Nobody was. Um, taking it the wrong way. They came back the next night against a really good team in San Jose, Barracuda, and uh, we played very well and, and got a 5 2 victory. And San Jose, I mean, they're the team you're competing with right now uh, for top spot in the Pacific Division, are you not? Yeah, they, yeah they've been 
you know, before we went on our run here, they've been the, the team that's been in first pretty much from game one till um, the all-star break type of uh, type of run for them. They're a good hockey team. They play hard. They're well-structured. They have good players. And uh, it's going to be a battle right down to the wire here for, for playoff positioning and, and just the opportunity to get into the playoffs. There's nothing nothing given, given in this specific division in the American Hockey League. All right, so you're 18-1 and one in your last 19 games. Bakersfield head coach Jay Woodcroft. Jay, if I told you that you'd go on that type of run without Al Montoya at the start of the year, what would you have said? Yeah, I, I wouldn't have. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have ex- expected that, Bob, but this is what I would say. Uh, from the beginning of training camp, I've been extremely impressed with the work ethic of our group. And I believe, especially at the American Hockey League level, that you can win games on work ethic and structure and, and attention to detail. And it's a full credit to these young men that, like I said, they they not only lay it on the line every game, but they lay it on the line every day in practice, and they're really committed to maximizing their daily opportunity to be the best that they can be. And while I'm, you know, the the results of going on a 17 game winning streak or 18 of your last 19 games, those are nice, and they're nice media talking points for guys like you to talk up sure. and, and whatnot. But where our focus has has been over this this nice run and basically since the beginning of training camp is just being the best that we can be and we're humble in our approach we are uh, honest in our approach we work on our game on a daily basis so to see the team have success i'm not surprised because i think we have good players that work their tails off um, am I surprised by this recent run? Sure I am. I don't think anybody expects to go on a 17-game winning streak. But when you're developing that mindset and developing that skill of winning, uh, I can tell you it's been a really rewarding for our coaching staff to see these guys take hold of that and have have the success that they have had. We're joined right now by Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Pacific Division leading Bakersfield Condors. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers. Now, we just had Mark Spector in here, Jay, and we're talking a bit about some of the options the Oilers have moving forward uh, on defense. Um, and we've seen Caleb. We're going to talk about Caleb Jones, William Lagasson, and Ethan Bear. So we'll start with uh, Caleb. Sometimes when guys get that taste, they go back down, there's challenges. How has Caleb been since he's returned to Bakersfield? Yeah, I, I believe Caleb's been a, a true professional. Um, he's somebody that that has a joy for playing the game. Um, he's serious, too. I don't think he gets enough credit for how serious of a professional he is. He, he works at his game on a daily basis. His attitude when he came back was that he wants to get back up to the NHL and he wants to help this team in Bakersfield win games. And he's been excellent. He's uh, you know, the thing we've been working with him on a, on a constant basis is his game management, his ability to uh, recognize good times to jump in the rush, good times to jump in on a cycle and whatnot, so that his chance, we call it a chance ledger, at the end of the evening is uh, where his chances for severely outweigh the chances against. And you know what, he, he, he's worked at it, his improvement, I believe, is quite noticeable. 
and it's a full credit to him and uh, the hard work he does on a daily basis with Dave Manson. Uh, speaking of Dave Manson, is working with William Lagason as well. I've not seen him play since preseason. Somebody drew a comparable between him and a guy you coached, Douglas Murray. Is that fair? Yeah, I, I, I think that's a very good comparable uh, because Douglas Murray, um, he, he worked at his craft in the American Hockey League. He eventually found a niche in the NHL. He was hard. He was heavy. Um, I think William moves better than Douglas did. Uh, he's not as big of a man. Douglas, uh, his nickname used to be Crankshaft. He was 245 pounds and and full of muscle. He was an immovable object. Uh, Bill is a big guy. He's, he's uh, He plays hard. He plays heavy. But I think he moves better than uh, Cranky did. And I think he... Um, you know, has a little bit more offensive upside than than Douglas Murray did. So, I think it's a good comparable because of how um, Douglas Murray worked at his game in the American Hockey League and then eventually found a niche. I believe there's a bright future ahead of William Lagason. Um, he just he makes good plays with the puck. He's defensively um, sound. He's harder and heavier than most people give him credit for. I think he has an extremely bright future, uh, not only for the Bakersfield Condors, but for the Edmonton Oilers. Do you see a difference with a player like that coming out of the Swedish Elite League than you do out of guys out of Major Junior? Because we're going to have a similar situation this summer. The Oilers have signed Joel Person. Uh, he's currently uh, playing over in uh, Sweden. And they've also got Evan Bouchard. And, you know, one guy's 24 and one guy's 19 turning 20 here big difference, but uh, do you, can you tell that Lagason's had a little bit of pro time already before he came into Bakersfield this year? I, I think so. I think uh, you can see uh, some professional polish to his game. Um, his uh, maturity in how he approaches um, his own personal self-evaluation. Um, I've had the benefit of during the last lockout, I went over to uh, Sweden uh, to study the game over there and spend a, a month with a Swedish elite league team, and I saw how good the hockey was over there, and it's an excellent level. Um, it's one of the best leagues outside of the NHL and outside of the American Hockey League in the world, and uh, for William to get that experience, I think only served him well. Um, like I said, he's a professional person. He, he, he comes to the rink every day trying to be the best he can. He works at his craft, and uh, as a result, he has really uh, skyrocketed up our depth chart down here. He plays big minutes in every situation. Ethan Bear got back in the lineup this past weekend. He had a couple of assists. It's almost like he's the forgotten prospect, right? We talked about him so much last year. Came up, had a cup of coffee in the NHL. He's dealt with a couple of injuries. Uh, obviously, he's got the offensive instincts. How's his uh, defensive game rounding in a form, Jay? I, I think he doesn't get enough credit for for that, Bob. I think he skates well. I think he um, closes quick in the defensive end. He has a good stick. He has the ability to um, bust up cycles before they get going. Um, I, we've missed him. And uh, I thought he played his best hockey during the year, um, during the, the month of January, where we were in a real rhythm of playing lots of games and 
and we had some guys up in the NHL, and, and he played big minutes for us. He took a step, and then he got hurt. Um, and so when, when he got hurt, he had to deal with that. He got dinged up a little bit. Came back in the lineup. He got dinged up in a different injury. Nothing major, but just little nagging type of things. And, and we returned him to the lineup on Saturday night. And, uh, boy, did he ever play a good game. I thought he, it was an excellent statement game from him. We're going to need him going forward if, if we want to play as deep as we want to. All right. Forward-wise, Tyler Benson is leading the team in scoring. Should we be concerned that he hasn't scored more goals, Jay? I don't think so. I uh, he it, He's not somebody who plays on the perimeter, number one. He's not somebody who only looks to pass first. He is somebody who's towards the top of our team and shots on goal. He shoots to break defenses down. He, um, he has the ability to make the right play at the right time. I think... Uh, his goal scoring will come as he gets a little bit older and finds out how these goaltenders in the American League, uh, they move and how when you step up a level, um, you you have to be a little bit finer in, in the holes that you're trying to pick. But uh, I'd say what, this young guy, he's had an outstanding season. He doesn't get enough credit for being the 200-foot player that he is. He's relied upon in all situations. We have him out there. Uh, when we're protecting a lead by a goal, we have him out there. When we're down by a goal, uh, he plays a little bit on the penalty kill. He plays big minutes on the power play. He drives our team. He drives our team. He's an excellent hockey player uh, who has really taken a step this year, and uh, I think he's trending in the right direction. I just know this summer he did not miss one skate that was available to him. Like, this is a guy... You know, and I saw Tyler play during the lockout year in 12-13. He went number one in the Bantam draft. Sam Steele went number two. And then Steele went 30th, and Benson went 32nd. And he kind of had his opportunity taken a bit away from him in that draft because of injuries. Do you get the sense that he has a real appreciation for the game and a real passion from the game to will himself uh, to get where he thinks he can get to? Yes, I think he has... um professional attitude and maturity beyond his years. I think he has an appreciation for the fact that he's healthy, but he understands the work that he had to put in to get to that point, which is a full credit to him. I think um, he works and rehearses moments in his game all the time. He comes to the rink with a great attitude. What I didn't know about him is, and I've learned this as he has had the year that he has draws attention from uh, disturbers on the ice and draws attention from bigger players that try and get into his grill is that he has a bite to him as well. And I didn't know that, Uh, but he sticks up for himself. He's not timid in those type of situations. And um, like I said, I think he's turning in the right direction. I think he's played excellent. Uh, He has a bright future for this organization. One day I'll have to get him to tell you about Bo and Byram. A uh, kid that he played with in Vancouver. He's a left shot defenseman, and the WHL has not seen a guy like this. Um, I mean, Moen Byram is on another level than Morgan Riley. That's the type of player. He's got five overtime winners this year as a defense, but he's he's special because he can skate. Switching focus, Connor Yamamoto, first round pick for the Oilers, been up and down a bit. Um, it's not easy. Uh, I think he's got goals in four of his last six or four of his last five games, but just give us a quick scouting report on his development. 
he is he's coming around. He we've asked him to be a little bit more um, uh, have a little bit more of a killer instinct around the front of the net. He has he's produced goals. We want him to continue to shoot the puck. I still think that that's an area of improvement for him is to to learn that shoot to break down mentality. But he's been good on the walls. Um, when Curry got called up, he slid nicely into that position with Marodi and Benson. He's been a good hockey player for us, and we're going to need him here as we go deeper. Jay, give us a schedule uh, moving forward here over the next uh, week. Well, uh, I think I might pass along my fine because I'm just about to get on a bus and the players are going to give it to me because I'm a little bit late for the bus and I'm going to just say Bill Bob Stopper. Um, but uh, we're going on the bus. We're going to play San Jose Barracuda tomorrow in San Jose. On Friday night, we go to uh, Stockton to play Calgary's Farm Club, and then we return back to San Jose on that Saturday night. So it's three games on the road. We're going to have a real good idea of where we're at after these three games. Uh, obviously, San Jose is our, our closest rival within this division. We play them two out of the next three. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a good week of hockey for, for us. As you know, Jay, I've never paid for anything over the last 11 years with the Oilers, so uh, good, <laughs> good luck collecting there. Take care. All right, have a good day. Thank you. See you later. That is Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, leading the way in the Pacific Division. What a story this year. More prospects coming. Do you want to mention the best pizza in the city? Still making a great Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. We'll wrap with this day in Oilers history when we return. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. 153 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. We're going to go straight to the Stay in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 39 years. Join the president of New West Travel, Dennis Laliberti, on a spectacular Italian cruise. Italian tour and Greek cruise, uh, including daily tours, meals, and exclusive special events. For more information, call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. On this day, what day is it, by the way? I, I've lost. Is it March 5th, March 6th? What day is it today? It's the 5th. You got it. All right. What happened back in 1983? Well, Yari Curry scores his fifth career hat trick to give him 100 career NHL goals. And Wayne Gretzky has two goals and three assists as the Oilers win 6-3 on the road in Toronto. You know who's never had a regular season hat trick? Leon Dreisaitl. You know what? Maybe one of the stats guys out there that could text us. Is Dreisaitl actually leading the league in uh, most games this season in which he scored a goal? I wonder if he is. Because Ovechkin's had at least three hat tricks this year. He's four goals ahead of him right now. Coming up tomorrow on uh, Oilers Now, we'll have Craig Simpson from NHL Hockey and Rogers, Hockey in Canada's lead analyst. Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports tonight. It's a fluid show. Who does he got? Kelly Rudy? He does have Kelly Rudy. It seems like he never doesn't. Uh, U of A Golden Bears goaltender Zach Sachenko. That'll be interesting to hear. Uh, Brooks Bandits head coach Ryan Papuano. They finished their season 57-3, and Bob. So record-breaking uh, year for the wow. national championship hosts. And then a feature on Ted Lindsay as well. 57-3. How many uh, night? and 20-year-olds so they have on that team? <laughs> uh, up to six 20-year-olds. I do believe they've maxed how, that out. How, how do you, are you not, like, I know in Major Junior, you're only allowed three. Right. So they get all the best guys, obviously, in a year that they're hosting. Is that how it works? Exactly. Yeah, yeah a lot how, of commits. By the way, how's the, uh, which which Benny do you have in Sherwood Park again? Michael. How's uh, Michael playing? 
Michael won the Crusaders Defenseman of the Year award. He's a point-a-game player in his rookie year at 16 in the AJ, and he'll be a big part of their playoff run. They just finished first in the North. Sounds like a special kid. Up next, the news, weather, and traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Hopefully, we'll be back here tomorrow on Orders Now. Otherwise, it might be Brendan. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.